This is the Clinician to Clinician podcast. I'm your host, Lara Eflund, licensed independent clinical social worker with over 15 years of experience in the mental health field. Clinician to Clinician is a place where mental health clinicians, therapists, or counselors share their professional stories, successes, challenges, and insights. As clinicians, our professional work is rarely public. We want to change that and build a more transparent, supportive, and honest community. Hello, brilliant clinicians. My name is Lara Eflund. I'm a licensed independent clinical social worker. I'm also a certified eating disorder specialist and certified exposure and response prevention therapist. And I had a vision, had a passion, and finally brought it to fruition. And it is called the Clinician Development Collective. My passion is about creating an organization that invests in our clinicians to be the most brilliant, brave, and kind clinicians that they possibly can be. The Clinician Development Collective is all about expanding access to quality of care through quality clinical training and supervision. So we help clinicians who have just graduated from their master's, who are just getting into the mental health field, who want more clinical training from their associates to licensed clinical therapists, and also clinical therapists who have already got their license, who would like more training, more advancement, more support, more career development. They would like more direction. Where do I go from here? And how do I really ensure that all my tools in my toolbox are finely sharpened and ready to be used? So we offer clinical supervision, consultation, training, mentorship, and support for clinicians, master's level, and more. So something that I really think is important for us to talk about today is a mental health crisis that we are currently facing. And there are two major issues in this mental health crisis. One, access to care for our patients, and two, clinician burnout and lack of resources and support. This is a huge issue. Why is this an issue? Well, number one, a lot of our patients are not getting the care that they need in the time that they need it. We all kind of come to understand and know that there is a window of opportunity when somebody realizes that they need help, that window is small. And they follow through, they reach out, and the likelihood of them staying in the effort of accessing care goes down dramatically the more they have to search. And unfortunately, time and time again, I am hearing from like a qualitative analysis and and response from even clients that reach out to me. I don't hear back from anybody. I've reached out to five different therapists and I never heard from them. And that is because clinicians are maxed. They are doing everything that they possibly can to try to access their clients to be available to them while also being a human being who is in a pandemic as well, and also facing a mental health crisis, not only as a provider, but also as a caregiver, or maybe a person who is struggling with mental health issues, or having family members with mental health crises. It is hard to be a clinician who is also a provider day in and day out as their day job, 
but then also is coming home to be available to friends, family, loved ones, children, fur babies, you name it, you know, and there's only so much that we can do. And so this is where I would like to talk about, well, what can we do? And how can we support one another through this? And honestly, this is a clinician to clinician issue. And there's a lot of things that we can do, you know, as a culture, as, you know, within our organizations. And there's a lot of uncontrollables in those situations. And so what can we do here, right here, right now, as the clinician, as the provider, as the loved one, to really ensure that we can maintain the long game of staying in the mental health profession because it is such an incredible field. I love it. Yes, I know. I could go on and on and on about how much I love being a clinician. And here are some of the things that I do. Here are some of the things that I know my colleagues do. And number one, surround yourself with people that inspire you, lift you up, that you feel like invest in you. And it's not just, hey, I have a client for you. It's, hey, you know, I'm happy to talk to you about, you know, a case that you're struggling with. I'm happy to support you if you're going out of town and you need someone to see your patients or some patients that would like to be seen while you're away. I'm happy to be just someone that you can vent to and talk to and connect with. We need support. We are individuals who reach out and connect to others as a living because that's who we are in nature. And so we must do the same in our personal lives. We have to reach out. And so finding those quality interconnections with others so that we can be feeling supported, surrounded, invested in, and knowing that we're not alone through this. And some days we are going to have a really hard time. Some days it's going to be day to day, week to week, month to month. And we have to really figure out how to find that support, how to find our group, our community, our collective. Second thing that we really want to do is actually educate ourselves. Now, don't spend all your time educating yourself, both personally educating yourself, so doing things that are new to you, inspire you, are you know putting yourself in a new experience, right? So that could be travel, that could be reading a different book, reading a new author, um, meeting somebody new that you you know wouldn't normally necessarily cross paths with day to day, and educating ourselves, opening our eyes, opening our horizons is so invigorating. And it shows that we're, we have more to ourselves. We have all these parts to ourselves. And so how do we tap into all these different parts? And the other thing is educating ourselves in our field, going and getting more trainings, going and reaching out to supervision or consultation. And this is an opportunity for you to be able to really sit and hear. Now, the other thing too, if you are already supervisor level or have years of experience, be a consultant, be a supervisor. You also learn a ton by being in the other seat, by listening and then being able to actually 
share back to that individual what your perception is based off of their experience. It's incredible the vision that you cultivate as a supervisor or consultant. Highly recommend it. It is a wonderful, wonderful way to give back to the community. And it's also incredibly wonderful for your professional development as well. And the way that you get to see clinical work and from all these different vantage points and from your supervisee or consultee's vision and vantage point as well. Such a beautiful relationship. So education, both personal and professional, growing our horizons for sure. And the third one, so what I really do believe is ensuring that you have a balanced schedule. I know, I know. You hear this all the time, balance, balance, balance. Well, balance is hard. So what does that mean? We have to tune in constantly. We have to check in with ourselves, know if we're, if something has changed, maybe we need to readjust our schedule. Maybe we need to readjust the number of clients that we have. Just know that it is okay to say no. If you work in an organization, if you work for yourself, I know I struggle with this. I know it is going to be a lifelong learning trajectory for me is like how to say no, how to set boundaries. And because I am someone who is constantly working at this, I am constantly talking about it. I'm talking about it in my own personal therapy. I'm talking about it in my own relationships and how to do that better or how to hold, you know, ask for feedback and asking for feedback. How am I holding my boundaries? Do you feel like I'm overscheduling myself? <laughs> And a lot of times they're saying, yes, yes. And this is an opportunity for me to readjust my energy levels, for me to really take care of myself because nobody else is going to take care of me. I absolutely believe in advocating and ensuring that there's opportunity for clinicians to advocate more for themselves, to raise the flag when they feel that they need to for themselves. And at the same time, we can't control what other people, be how they behave and what they choose is what is important for them. All we have ownership over is ourselves. And so if we feel like we're overloaded, if we feel like we're overwhelmed, the only person that can make that adjustment is myself. And trust me, there are many days where I would love to turn the tables and have the problem or the blame be on the other person. And unfortunately... They just do not see or experience the issues that I'm experiencing. So really important to take that time for myself to build that self-respect, build that confidence in myself and keep reflecting on my schedule and how I'm maintaining my schedule, how I'm preparing my schedule, if I'm even thinking about my schedule. <laughs> and which leads me to my fourth point and where I'm going to really kind of hone in is that in order for us to really be able to get back the benefits of being a mental health professional, we have to be able to take time off. We have to be able to rejuvenate and replenish. And I actually just did a post on social media about this. And I truly, truly believe this, that it is a holistic experience and that as an environment in which we're working in, we need to have established, you know, times in which we are working really hard because we are all hard workers. 
We are brilliant clinicians. We are working so hard to do well for others, to do a good job, to be educated, to be our best, and to know how to support anyone that kind of comes into our into our room, into our sessions. And so what we're doing when we replenish and rejuvenate is we are actually giving this brain that works so hard for us all the time space to not think about our our clinical work, to not think about our professional lives, to tap into our personal lives, back to that broadening our horizons, relaxing our ourselves, relaxing our bodies, doing a lot of that other work that is just bringing a lot more peace and serenity back into us because we need that in order to be courageous, in order to be strong and put in all the effort that we do when we're facing our patients or clients. So something that you really want to think about is how often are you taking time for you and doing things that you enjoy doing? And here's just some of my golden threads, things that I want to kind of think about and I look at as my annual calendar. I try to take at least a day off every six weeks. I try. I don't always succeed, but it is a value of mine. It is something that I am striving for. The second thing that I do is I try to then take a long weekend, so three, four days, so like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, um, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? I'm trying to get in at least a long weekend about once a quarter. And then once a year, I'm trying to take an entire week off. So Roughly, like if you are to really kind of follow this, you can do like a half day. So you could do like a half day on Friday, like trying to get within six weeks a full day off. So if you can do a full day, fantastic. If you can only do half days, great. Also, you know, take some time, do a meditation retreat, do a yoga retreat, do a self-care retreat, you know, doing things that also are there to replenish you, making sure that it is replenishing, also putting some time and energy into figuring out or planning ahead activities or things that you need, or just even lounging on the couch with nothing planned whatsoever. That's also fantastic. Whatever it is that you need, just taking that inventory of what is it that I need and what is this year, you know, also kind of building out for you, what does this year look like? When do I maybe want to take these times off? What would work well with maybe my family or my friends or, you know, whoever else schedules coincide with yours or that you would like to overlap? And this is really just an opportunity for you to, to really find that space. Oh my gosh, can it be so wonderful when I do it and when I do it well. So I realize that resources are different for everybody, especially along the spectrum of where you're at. So you don't necessarily have to hit this. You can find your own cadence, your own vacation goals for the year. But really what I'm asking, rather than but, and what I'm asking is that you really think about it. Really put some intention in the year ahead because we have to care for ourselves in order to ensure that we are available to care for others. Like they say, put on your oxygen mask first before you give oxygen to another, 
right? It's the same thing as self-care. Love that quote. And here I just want to, once again, thank you so much for joining us today. I do hope that you grab some little tidbits from this short podcast, episode four. Super happy that you're here with us. And please do check us out, www.cliniciandevelopmentcollective.com. My name is Laura Effland. I'm a licensed independent clinical social worker. I also am a certified eating disorder specialist, certified exposure and response prevention therapist. I both see clients, but what I really am focusing on right now is offering clinical supervision and consultation to clinicians, both associate to licensure and licensure and beyond. So please do check us out. We've got some really awesome things headed your way for this year to come to help you grow and be a brilliant clinician. Thank you. Until next time. Clinicians learning from one another are unshakable and unstoppable. Build confidence, competence, and compassion through storytelling and hearing from other clinicians' personal experience and professional journey to becoming where they are today. This podcast is sponsored by the Clinician Development Collective, a place where clinicians can receive clinical supervision, consultation, training, and support. Come check us out at www.cliniciandevelopmentcollective.com.